0: Today on We Here Happy engagementversary to J-Lo and A-Rod But what's the ETA on their wedded bliss? Corey Feldman drops a bombshell in his new documentary And coronavirus be damned Orgy parties in New York and L.A. are thrusting on Coming up next on We Here
1: Oh my god We're on page six no. Uh-huh. No. Yeah Another divorce Splashed across page six Page six would have a field day
0: Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin,
1: And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast.
0: We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story.
1: Maggie, I almost thought of saying, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six (laughs) Tubcast."
0: The story behind the story is that this is day two with you in this tub.
1: Day two in the tub, Maggie. I'm in the bunker. I thought I was getting better. I thought I was going to be cured by a bacon and egg sandwich you had no cheese uh, bacon and egg cheese and some arugula mm. this is artisanal brooklyn after all that's your but first then, mistake
0: arugula on that sandwich you're gonna stay sick now but there's <laughs> that's true
1: but there's <laughs> some things even a bacon and egg and cheese sandwich can't cure i don't know why i i guess i was treating the um it, it's like well is it coronavirus or just a hangover
0: Or just guilt for spending so much money on a bacon, egg, and cheese.
1: That's true. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, How is everything there in the studio? I I should mention, you know, yesterday when I revealed that I was recording remotely from my home podcasting studio, Mm -hmm. which is a makeshift situation in my tub involving some blankets and a very heavy bedspread. And today I've added some juice into the situation, which could get Disastrous if this spills on my podcasting apparatus. But I should mention that, you know, usually we're in the state of the art we hear studio.
0: Yeah. The bougie bunker.
1: The bougie bunker, exactly. So yeah. I've gone from the bougie bunker to the to just rub a dub dub in the tub.
0: Well, with that being said, let's kick it off with our first story, which is J Lo and Arod have now been engaged for a year and he posted a tribute their engagement.
1: Yeah, it was pretty schmaltzy. Lots of schmaltz. Dropping some Yiddish here on the podcast.
0: So he posted a video of their engagement taking place and he wrote, one year ago on a beach in the Bahamas, I was a nervous wreck, more nervous than my entire playing career. I got down on one knee and asked you a question. You said yes. Okay, the question I'm asking is when? When is this happening?
1: Right. It's funny. So after A-Rod and J-Lo got engaged. She was asked when the wedding date was and she at the time was shooting the movie Hustlers and she said they were too busy to set a date. So now here we are a year later. I think there was some talk that it would be this summer, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: there's nothing has been confirmed. So like when is this wedding? And I'd imagine like with J-Lo, this is going to involve like a tremendous amount of, you know, planning. And of course, you know, they're not known as the most you know, subtle couple of all time, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a good way, you know, they, they embrace their their stardom. So you'd expect there'd be a lot to arrange in terms of, you know, who's going to publish the photos, who's going to get the photo. Of, you know, there'd be the dress, there'd be the fitting, there'd be the, you know, is it going to go to People magazine or Vogue or whatever? So I guess there's a lot to arrange and it doesn't seem like anything's really happening here. What What's your feeling on this? Well, my
0: magazine? feeling on this is that he's mega in love with her and she's like that's cool because the rest of this post says jennifer every moment with you is a blessing you are my best friend my inspiration an amazing mother and a role model to all matcha i am so lucky to be with you thank you for making my life better i can't wait to make more memories with you i love you hashtag happy anniversary and she replies you that's all i have to say
1: (laughs) well you know what's so funny that's what i picked up on too It's It's like like you're kind of embarrassed, like, of (laughs) his message, Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't want to get involved, so you just go like, you, and then you're like, I got to go.
0: Yeah, you, you, you know? You. Oh, you.
1: You know what it reminded me of, Maggie, a few years ago, I was still trying to figure out what to do when you go to a movie premiere, and you really hated the movie, Mm -hmm. okay? So... There's always this problem where you get invited to a movie premiere, you're covering the premiere, you're at the thing. Afterward, invariably, you you meet the star or the director. Maybe you know the director or the star or producer. And they're always like, what, what did you think? And it's like, you don't want to lie, right? Because you don't want to be like, it was amazing. And you're like, hated the movie. And you feel bad because that's like not true. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it would be totally rude and weird to say you didn't like it. So I was always searching for the perfect answer. And um, a film director did tell me once his, his what he does in these situations, and it is the perfect thing. You know what you say? What? You did it again. <laughs> you go. That's what you say to the person afterward. They go, "What do you think of the movie? You did it again."
0: That's actually so, brilliant because you can't tell if you did a terrible thing again, a great thing again. You're just existing another day perfect. in the world.
1: And it's like kind of a rat packish move, you know, like you did it again. Hey, you, po-
0: you did it right again. Right now, you
1: can't see this because I'm in a bathtub and we're on a podcast. But I'm like pointing, you, you did it again. It's got to go with like kind of a maybe a, maybe a, maybe a solo finger gun and then that's like why. heading straight to the bar.
0: Hey, so like,
1: you. D- don't break str- <laughs> So the thing is, I when I saw J-Lo's you, exclamation point, <laughs> that's all I have to say. That's a little bit of the you did it again of (laughs) romance.
0: I think you're right. But you know, have you ever been in a situation where someone is like gushing and you just don't know what to say?
1: All the time.
0: Constantly. I love your podcast. You two are God's gift to podcasting. (laughs) How do you do it three times a week on Spotify and Apple? And we're just like, thank you. You? Thank you?
1: You. No. Well, you know, it is true. Like, I guess. Oh, you think it's but you think you really think that's the thing is that J Lo just feels uncomfortable that he's gushing over her so much?
0: I think oh, she's busy. She doesn't have time to be right. sharing all of this on social media. You. She's she's probably got a person who does this.
1: You yeah, you. yeah, mashugana. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. You know what's weird? And I wonder about the wedding. I mean, it's funny because there have been some like minor little hiccups along the way. I mean obviously they've had like – I feel like JLo and A-Rod have like a great – they have a perfect relationship in a way because I think there is something there. But it's also like their relationship is so mutually beneficial to both of them. Mm-hmm. And there have been times that we've talked in the past where like A-Rod – A-Rod has had like an amazing career comeback like right. people don't give him credit for having it's one of the it's one of the most astonishing turnarounds really in, you know, sports and entertainment from where he was when he was leaving the Yankees to like where he is now. Along the right. way, there have been a couple hiccups like, you know, there was the photo of him <laughs> on the toilet, which we wrote about, <laughs> you know, little things here and there. And I always wondered, like, but that's something.
0: That wasn't by his own – that wasn't his fault, that photo of him on the toilet,
1: you know? Mm, I guess not. It that's wasn't true. of his own
0: doing. Someone else but, submitted that. But
1: sometimes it doesn't matter, you know? Right, it's that's like, true. It's like sometimes you do something and someone can just, like, write you off. And you're like, but it wasn't my fault. And it's like, no, but you, you – you know. But I always wondered, like, as soon as this relationship was not mutually beneficial to them, like, would it, you know, continue? And um, – I don't know. It's so far. It's been amazing for both of them, and like, but this wedding has not yet happened. And then again, like, do they need to get married? I guess so, because that's gonna just blow them into onto the next level. But it's Mm -hmm. like, if I were a Rod, I'd be like, let's get this wedding like going because one little slip, and it's gonna be like adios, J Lo.
0: Why not just have a Rod plan the whole thing? He seems to have time to write comments.
1: That's true. I mean he is like a kind of business. Now he's like yeah. a business dude. And you know what? He is um They've
0: both done it before. They know what it takes.
1: They both know what done it before. He's now also, as I had exclusively reported, he is the uh he's the chief executive of Presidente Beer.
0: That's your whole bar right there so decided that, <laughs> for you.
1: That's your whole bar. Actually, you know, now that I'm thinking, if I'm if A-Rod is listening, which I know he is, a, you know, an avid listener, I assume. I mean, when's J-Lo not going to be that busy? I just don't know. Hopefully
0: never. She's just out there killing it. <laughs> I love the J-Lo renaissance. And she has a movie coming out in the spring, right?
1: Well, she was shoot. That was the thing is she was she's shooting a movie or was shooting a movie. Called Marry Me, which is all about a wedding where she kind of marries a complete stranger. So maybe Wait, she's just yeah that
0: exactly. That sounds like an opportunity for cross promotion. Wedding picks sold to magazines. She can talk about her film Marry Me
1: oh. alongside her actual nuptials. Bam. Oh, that's a great idea. And in the movie, she's initially meant to marry a fellow international pop star played by Maluma. So we've already arranged a big chunk of this wedding. You've got Maluma's going to be performing. Mm-hmm. It's going to tie in with the the movie release of Marry Me. Yeah. Presidente Beer sponsoring it. I can see, <laughs> you know. Oh, Maggie.
0: Yes, Yeah.
1: I know another component of their wedding that we just planned. What? Because J-Lo's daughter, Emmy, who yeah. performed at the Super Bowl. And we've written quite a bit about J-Lo's twins, Max and Emmy, and... A-Rod's daughters, Natasha and Ella from his previous marriage Mm -hmm. have all kind of bonded and are getting all familial and stuff. So I think the kids are going to obviously have a role and, and I think Emmy will open for Maluma. Done.
0: Love it. Perfect. On Monday, Corey Feldman's documentary, The Rape of Two Corys, kind of premiered.
1: It sort of premiered, Maggie. I mean, this is a documentary that Corey Feldman has been touting for a while. It's something that he raised money for himself after trying to sell it to various streaming services and getting no one to buy it. He recently went on Wendy Williams and was promoting the film. He basically said that it's going to reveal A household name who was part of a Hollywood pedophile ring, Mm -hmm. which, you know, abused him and his late best friend and co-star Corey Haim. But the thing is the premiere. So it was an unusual kind of premiere in that basically it was just going to be an event that was going to be kind of streamed online and fans could could, I guess, buy access to see the film online for twenty dollars The film was supposed to live stream at 11 p.m. on Monday night with a Q&A with Feldman to follow and a second screening set up for Tuesday afternoon. But right up to the minute of the premiere, there were technical difficulties. Initially, it started late. Corey Feldman tweeted that the film is starting 15 minutes late due to the website crashing, which is actually a good thing, he told fans. Then that deadline came and went. Fans were angrily tweeting screenshots of broken links to the film saying it wasn't working. And then basically the whole thing like didn't go down. And Corey Feldman is now alleging that the website was hacked.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Because he claimed, you're seeing it for yourself how people don't want this to happen, that these are the powers that be trying to stop him from naming this alleged abuser.
1: Yeah, he had gone on the Wendy Williams show and he said that he was afraid for his life over the secrets that were going to be revealed in this documentary. Mm. Yeah, a, a writer for Rolling Stone, as you said, reported that at the premiere, he was saying that you're seeing how people don't want this to happen. He's previously alleged that He's had death threats over the film. A couple years ago, he said that he was mysteriously stabbed with a syringe. He also claimed once that he was in an intersection in L.A. and there was like a truck barreling towards him. The cops have investigated these things and said they haven't found anything. Then he said he was going to reveal all in this documentary and it was finally going to come out. He sort of teased this for years and then never came out with it. And now it seems it's just... Kind of remaining a mystery. And it's also kind of mis- a mystery as to what happened with this film and where his fans' money went that, you know, paid for it, I guess.
0: Despite all of the technical difficulties, there was kind of a big accusation made. Corey Feldman accused Charlie Sheen of raping the late Corey Haim while they were filming the 1986 film Lucas. According to Entertainment Weekly, Feldman claimed that Haim went into great detail about the alleged rape and provided a graphic account of the incident. Now, Charlie Sheen has denied this allegation in the past, but he has not commented on the specific claims that were made in Feldman's documentary.
1: So the thing is, while fans who paid 20 bucks to see this movie weren't able to see it online when it was supposed to premiere because of technical difficulties, which, Corey Feldman and his team blamed on hackers. But the film did screen at the same time in an L.A. theater. And um, there were press there, as well as a bunch of celebrity guests, including Rosanna Arquette, Dave Navarro, mm-hmm. Chris Catan, porn star Ron Jeremy, and Jamie Kennedy. Wow. So that's when these this allegation... There were some other alleged abusers named in the documentary who Corey Feldman has talked about before as well. But the biggest name to come out of the thing was Charlie Sheen. These accusations against Charlie Sheen have come out before in a National Enquirer story. Charlie Sheen actually sued the National Enquirer and its then parent company, American Media, for defamation over the story. And he had released a statement to TMZ at the time, confirming that he was suing and proclaiming his innocence He called the claims radically groundless and unfounded.
0: Maybe once the technical glitches are all worked out, the rest of the world can finally see this film. Coronavirus has sidelined a lot of things. Flights, travel, schools, businesses. But it has not impacted orgies.
1: Yeah, it's strange, Maggie. A lot of um, public events are being canceled, like South by Southwest. But I guess while you can't be at a concert with other people, you can still have sex with a lot of other people at the same time. According to insiders? <laughs> Orgy insiders? Mm. Literal insiders? Isn't it?
0: Well, we've got a great story from Heather Houseworth and Ali <laughs> Coleman with a fantastic headline. I just want to read it. Sanctum's LA and NYC orgies thrusting onwards in the face of coronavirus.
1: So Sanctum, right, is this sort of high end sex party, right, that goes down in New York and LA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's allegedly even had some celebrity acolytes.
0: Hmm.
1: from Gwyneth Paltrow to Bill Maher, supposedly.
0: Well, here we are, too afraid to shake people's hands, and sounds like a lot more is shaking.
1: So now, but this is an organization, right? We've written about this this group before, right? Mm-hmm. We even had a story that they were canceling a big sex party, I believe, in Russia, because <laughs> it, it had something to do with the whole Ukraine scandal. Basically, they were worried about, I don't know, leaks of a different kind. You know, with orgy parties, I guess some leaks are good, and some leaks are bad. But in this case, I mean, what do you think the guy I'd be interested to see just the menu or like the the guidelines for what they're telling people like they're
0: well, yeah. gonna
1: wear masks and
0: So the company did give us a statement and they said the company is going through the appropriate measures to sanitize the venue, screening those who plan on attending and supplying extra soap and sanitizer with instructions about how to use them properly. The company takes all of this very seriously for the safety of those attending. Refunds are also being given to those who desire to not attend. No questions asked. Extra soap. I don't think extra soap is
1: going to do too much. The only thing also about that statement beyond, like, it's just kind of a mood killer. Yeah. like (laughs) You know, you're like, yeah, looking forward to the big orgy. And then you're like, we're going to be sanitizing everything and have extra. I mean, that would be, I guess, encouraging. But you just be like, it makes you think about a little too much.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of takes out the, the fantasy and puts in just the reality of the situation.
0: Yeah. Another note, the club demands that men wear tuxes and women wear either lingerie or cocktail gowns and, you know, eyes wide shut type masks, masquerade type masks. But now it feels like they might oh, want yeah. to wear like a surgical mask the way that things are
1: going. I would say, yeah, there's going to be an overabundance of like, I guess one way you could work it in is like if you have to, it's sort of a masquerade thing. I mean, I guess you'd have to go for like the sexy nurse thing. Could be a look. Because I would incorporate a mask, probably some rubber gloves,
0: yeah, and
1: comfortable sh- shoes.
0: So a source, some scrubs. A-, a veteran of the club, told us people walk around on all fours and are uninhibited about swapping fluids of all sorts. There are sex toys like crops to whip people and fetish masks and harnesses. They also added that condoms were a light suggestion.
1: Wow! <laughs> oh golly, gee. <laughs> this- Man, that sounds like love in the time of coronavirus. Love in the time of corona. I mean, that's this seems like a really bad idea. I mean, I have to say, like, the other thing is if you're going to be like, I mean, I don't know what all the various moves are, I suppose, but you'd have to be washing your hands. You'd be just running to wash your hands every time.
0: People aren't even taking the train, like, people are not even getting on the subway because of fear of contracting coronavirus. I cannot imagine being naked next to someone else who you don't
1: know. <laughs> a lot of people. I yeah. I mean, even if it was just like one person, but it's like, this just seems like a sort of a Petri dish, an experimental Petri dish gone too far. Wait, when is the thing? When's the party?
0: April 11th in Manhattan.
1: This is not happening. This is There's not There's one down.
0: Saturday in Los Angeles. We got
1: to stay up on this, this story. Gonna, I don't know, right? I mean, who knows by then, but- I guess it'll be interesting to see what happens, geez. I mean, the thing is, Maggie, these people are going to an orgy. I don't even have coronavirus, I think. I have like maybe a, a, a cold, but I'm here speaking to you alone in a bathtub under a blanket. These people are going to an orgy.
0: Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of We Hear.
1: Our show is produced by the amazing Jamila Zara Williams and the magnificent Melissa Caceres.
0: We'd love to hear your questions and ideas for the show. Is there a celebrity you're dying for us to dish on? Email your hot takes to us at podcasts at nypost.com.
1: To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts Spotify, or any of your preferred platforms. Don't forget to leave us a review.
0: We'll be back tomorrow with more Page Six exclusives. See you then.